Thank you so much for joining me today. Welcome to my podcast show, Surviving Your Journey to a Success. I'm Nichelle Anderson, your host today. Thank you so much. And this will be episode 36, starting my season two, 2018-2019. All right, so the title today will be How to Adapt to Change at Work. All right, let's go ahead and get started with my episode. Let me go ahead and start off by saying in this day, I am thankful to the prime creator of all things that I give thanks for this blessing and opportunity that I will use it for the greater good. So welcome my survivors of the journey to my podcast that aims to inspire and motivate you that you will continue to have joy, peace of mind and for your sustained success. So thank you so much for joining me today. Let's go ahead and get into this, okay? (laughs) All right, another week, another opportunity to look forward to find the joy that you seek. All right, so now we're going to talk about today's topic, okay? Because change is big in business, okay? Change, as they say, is very important uh, in life, especially uh, in the workplace, because that's how you adapt to time, because time moves forward. And at the end of the day, the business has to keep up to the change and trends. But to do that, a lot of people don't like change. They get comfortable. And so I'm going to talk about in that perspective of it, right? I guess you can say in a perspective of management. But at the same time, you know, talk about it with the employees of how they feel. Some don't like change because they feel we don't need change. Why change something if it's not broken? That's the saying, right? Or why change and we change and it's just a bigger mess than before but I'm going to talk in that perspective too you know, on both sides but in all the goal is to adapt to the change at work in a peaceful way that we can move forward and can have the business continuity that we seek okay so let's go ahead and get into it my important point to start this off for today episode and that is the primary objective for change is to bring about a new way to conduct an output that serves everyone I mean that's really the main takeaway okay and in some cases one aspect than another such as the brand identity to increase revenue higher efficiency okay with sustaining higher morale staff that doesn't leave due to the change can be done with precision and effectiveness within a good communication type model okay if anything is a take takeaway from the day is that if your communication model for the change is effective okay less people will be resistant to it and more people will be proactive be pro for it okay it's all in how you communicate and how you and then how you set it up thereafter you got to communicate it right you got to break it down in a way that it is supportive and nurturing and throughout my episodes, I always talk about nurturing, not in a personal relationship, but also in the professional one. We can't just get kind of tied to our titles. We got to understand in, in humanity, we all need nourishment. And each phase of something new, there's a transition, but there's a caring to that. And that's what I'm trying to, to communicate today, that in the communication model, that's the nourishing. That's the nectar. That's the, the home front that you want to try to nourish the thought and to communicate in a way that people will see and accept it so they can adapt to the change. So my wisdom point is this. Everyone likes things to stay the same in some area of their lives while on the journey. And change, it's like a major element 
because it flipped the script in a sense and now we're going to do this so it never stays the same forever as what we have to take away from change it must move forward so therefore change is right there in the middle of that so to some aspect something is different and we tend to accept it if it is nourishing and pleasing to our needs that's the wisdom point of that so why is this so well from a from employees perspective i think change is just scary so they rebuke it because they like the way that things are and that they don't have to go through the uncertainty of learning something new remember employees i think the number one thing employees leave is a high turnover is because their environment is toxic but number two is they don't feel that they are getting the job for the most part, I know you get some lazy ones or what have you, but for the most part, people want to work because that feels that they accomplish something. People want to feel accomplished and they feel accomplished, they feel successful. So from manager perspective, I can say on them, they need to reach a, like a more metric goal. So that's what they most of them are concerned about, those numbers. All right. And they get so in tune with it. You have to be concerned about it and be aware of it, but they get so in tune on it. They hurry up and do the change. And it's just completely chaotic in a sense because it's not really thought out or failures happen and there's no emotional and nourishing support. So they define their success based on their board of investors and themselves. So the urgency to do the change to get to get it done either is rush, is murky and detailed, you know, what's going on. It's not executed in a precise way. Of and also it's not selling it. And selling it is the same as what I mentioned earlier in my my important point part of the segment is that it's not communicated right the communication model lacks what it needs it lacks the luster <laughs> okay so who are we talking about that we need to find a, a way that they can adapt to the change I'm going to call them the resistors okay from resisting the change okay people will fight the change because they are stuck in the before and not the tomorrow the future is to change they have a good, some of them might have a good reason that the system not working and the process is too long. And it's overall, the, the big picture is that in the end, change needs to happen in order to get where the company needs to be. So patient is a virtue with the resistors. Okay. And the selling point has to be superb. You got to do some homework. You got to do some research. Okay. And the good way to do that is to, it's like um, coming up with your opposition of what they would say and what they would do by getting some feedback from them. And hopefully the resistors are not the ones that just don't want change and they want failure. But the resistors are the ones that those are the ones that you can nurture. The ones that you're going to get that hopefully you don't get. But if you do, they are resistors just for the heck of it. And they like the drama and the negativity going back. They don't really have a solid reason to be against it. Those ones you just need to watch pretty much. I mean, you just can't do nothing with that. Because we, we're in it to find a resolution to move forward. A business can't stay stuck. They got to move, right? So moving forward, there are the, also the high stake risk takers that I like to call on the management side. So they just go at it no matter what. So the change process is like everyday thing, like turning one page from a book to the next, okay? And they're not really looking at the now or the yesterday of where we were in comfortable in the comfortableness and so they rush through the change process and they don't understand it's a process of acceptance change is acceptance acceptance is change because now it's a new paradigm it's a new awareness so what what can happen if the good change that you need don't occur on time because people are not adapting to it well we can figure out that the rejection of it can impact the productivity 
people don't want to work. They don't want to do it. They're frustrated. They're mad. They're angry. It's not in line to what it needs to be. Okay, the change needs to happen because you need to achieve the goals. More importantly, the employees that are key to success of the company needs to accept and adapt to the change, you know, not be resistant to it. We will come in that mode and some of them leave, right? So this can lead to, again, a high turnover, you know, high frustration. If the change move too fast without a solid plan, change got to be looked like as you're building a house. They are layers. They are phases to building a home. And a home is considered a new home. It's a new beginning. It's a new focus. It's a new element on your journey. And I'm talking about business. But yes, nevertheless, it is. It's a, it's a foundation. And the foundation is the communication model tied into the process of how you're going to get everyone on board to building this new home. So the strategy to succeed, let's go ahead and move into that. Number one, you need to take inventory of people resistance as a feedback mechanism to value the relevancy of the resistance. People resist, as I said before, is because they don't like something that they feel that where is doing okay, why we got to learn something else. But more importantly, I think it goes deeper. It's another level or another phase coming in to try to say, well, now you got to learn something new and you got to get it because we're not going back. So they have to learn something that could be challenging or maybe not challenging. So there's a whole feel of accomplishing something, feeling that you accomplished something and now accomplish something else. I tell anybody that went to college or high school, once they're done, they're done. They don't want to go back. I mean, I know some people continue on and get go to college and get other degrees, but once you finish, oh, thank you, you know? So sometimes it's, it's from that mindset and now from the mindset of looking beyond that to say where this and this part of things that needs to be done in business. It's a necessity, okay? So number two, you want to conduct group tests and studies by using employees. The best supporters are the ones that just a few minutes ago, they was opposing it, okay? Because they will be more influential to the ones that are still on the fence of resisting it and don't want to change. Is the ones are the ones that you that you hone close to to find out the real reason that they're not there they're against it and to do the research to come up with your rebuttal but also to use them in a sense or provide or ask for them to be a part of to participate in some type of group testing or some type of study or um, the first one to be able to use this new system or this or that and to get more feedback Okay. And it's also a way that you can see who are the true resistors or who are basically the ones that's, that's a hater. And I hate to use that word in a sense in the business term, but in the end of the day, let's just cut to the chase and just be against it. They hate the change. They hate this. They don't want that. You know, you get those elements into the mix, right? But at least you get to know. That's one thing I like to say. Even when the bad things happen, you get to the good thing of that. Now you know. Now you know who you're dealing with. Now you know. Which what's the next play you're gonna move? So these types of employees that I'm talking about, the resistors that generally resist the change, I don't think it's gonna work, I don't think it's gonna be good, are the ones you want to hear back and get more feedback because those are the ones that are gonna praise you when they finally go through it, like, oh, it's not that bad. Oh, okay. So then they tell the next employee while they're having lunch, okay? <laughs> All right, or while they're talking on the phone, or while they're at the coffee coffee stand or in the break room. 
and you end up building. They are your influencers. That's what you got to take away from today's class. That's how they adapt by being influenced by someone else that they value their opinion or they're just like on the same level. They're not just listening to management trying to sell them a dream they feel, <laughs> but they're actually listening to someone else that actually went through it and they can they can use different words to communicate the business model forward number three you want to conduct small intimate meetings about the change so i remember when i worked for a fortune 500 company and i'm to this day they are supreme and when they did their change oh my gosh it was a major change it was basically a they was merging to another company was taking over but they were still like in it in some faucets of their business products but nonetheless overall the way they did it they deserve some type of reward but they did it in phases they started off in small groups about the change and what was coming through what how we dealt with it hr was definitely involved because it was an overall organization revamp okay and they did separate seminars they did, i mean they went all out now i'm I know some companies might not have the funds to be able to do that. So as I said in my one of my episodes this year, I think it's 20, yeah, in this season two, you got to work with what you got, okay? <laughs> oh, in my episode about training, the importance of training employees, and I hone on the companies that might not have those that type of large budget to do that. You got to work with what you got. Communication is simple. And it's in a way that you're taking the moment to care enough to know that people have to accept this because in their minds, they come to work to do this. They got all this other stuff going on in their personal life. They really don't have time to say, oh, now I got to learn something else. Now I got to do this. You know, it creates more stress and the uncertainty. Okay. Number one, I think number one is toxic work environment. But number two, why people leave and feel frustrated is the uncertainty of their job. If they could do their job, they want to feel praised because if they don't, they have to hear the manager, the supervisor on them saying, hey, this and this, this and this. Nobody don't want that extra drama. They want to come do their job, receive their salary and move on. And so you want to conduct these small intimate meetings. And that's what a company that I worked for years ago, the Fortune 500 did. They did small intimate meetings. They did mid-size. They did large scale and it lasted for at least i think a month and they just had all these different activities come on all this information and booklets and the steps and the phases we were we we were involved in each of the process but getting to the small intimate meetings is where you can have a conversation that's the takeaway and now when i'm looking at it it was brilliant that they did that they had these small intimate maybe five or eight people we did workbooks it lasted for a couple of hours during our work day and we went back to we had to do but now looking back those small intimate meetings got me an opportunity to talk to the senior manager VP she was at the time and it helped me to connect and understand the decision that was needed to make to make the change okay you got to replay that now I repeat it it gave me an opportunity to connect to what was needed to change in order to adapt to a new and I know I'm kind of saying it differently but adapt to a new a new way of processing the thing, a processing the job that's going to help, not just from the top, but all the way to the bottom. And that was the takeaway. And it connects how they, we, how everybody will benefit and refrain from too much statistical talk. And it wasn't no statistical talk like this percentage and that percentage. They wasn't talking numbers and metrics. They was talking as if we were having tea at a cafe about this needs to happen so it was straight talk it was common phrases it was terms that they can quickly connect with and decide to support 
or still resist. Most of us supported it and we moved on. All right, so your ties to dust to dawns. Basically, you need a blueprint for success, which by the way, have to give a little call out to my courses that I provide, my personal development, career development, focus uh, courses that I have on my official website, NichelleAnderson.com. I got to put that in there right quick. But basically, it's true. You need to create your blueprint for success. And that's creating a strategy. And that's a strategy is how you will communicate the benefits, both for the employees and the company as a team. Now, for those that are listening and saying, well, I am communicating, take we replay this episode and think of some other things that I'm saying that communicates not just telling someone this is the change and da 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 how you saying it communication is deeper when you dealing on the level of change so you have to do things in phases you have to do more than one element that you're communicating to it you got to communicate it in a different way and when you do that and you look at that model and you break it down as we do in old school or I remember in college they always did those diagrams and they put the main content content in the center of the circle and they start making their other additional words or different connections to the main words the communication can flow out in different ways you know you don't have to spend a lot if you don't have the budget but you need to spend enough or you need to spend enough time to make that communication model work and be sufficient that it shows the benefits of different angles for employees and for management as a team and you have to be patient with resistance that's your task to dust to die go back and look at that blueprint look at the phases how you're going to announce it how you're going to create your groups get feedback from those that resisted or maybe the ones that saying no we're gung-ho but they're really not but you're going to break it up anyway and just have an idea you got somebody that's resistant and you got to find out um, how you can communicate to turn to flip them over to support it so you got to go back and look at your blueprint your blueprint Think of it as an outline that you're going to number, you're going to have outline of how you're going to go back on each phase. And the communication has to engulf all of that to identify the resistant crew to address each of the feedback. How are you going to get that feedback? Are you going to do a survey? You're going to do the survey. You're going to make it long and make it short. To me, the shorter the feedback is enough. You don't need to make it long. Okay. And you got to think of kickback type of questions of compared to where you were to where the change would bring of what questions that could come up so you got to do some homework too right so you have to understand your concern and their concern once you get that feedback back after you announced it okay and then you got to look at how you going to address those and who you're going to assign that can communicate everybody has to be on the same team communicating the same message to roll out this and how it overall can affect the company in the marketplace and that's what you need to do you have to turn the review that you get back on deciding how you're going to implement that change if you decide to go forward as a group effort and how you still going to be the sole authority of making the choices going forward but how you're going to listen and looking at the different variables to make it so all right it's basically coming up and creating your presentation of the change so your motivational takeaway is this change is a process in life that offers us to communicate with new ideas and set up a measure of success that is patient due to the many emotional connections to the before and to the tomorrow it can be done with the right strategy forward thank you
Thank you again for joining me for my podcast episode for my podcast show, Surviving Your Journey to a Success, just to give you some information to not only stay in contact, but with the other things that I offer. I provide career consultation, offering the first 30 minutes are free. Thereafter, there is a fee access afterwards per hour and can be discussed on a case-by-case basis, depending on your need. So if it is an emergency and you need some consultation regarding your career or choices that you're about to make moving forward in a sense in your personal type objectives then you can definitely contact me the primary way to contact me is by email which is info at nichelleanderson.com now I do have a toll-free number on my website now that is actually only for webinars when I'm doing like a free webinar and you're calling in once that number is through that medium and it's only really for that so it's not really connected to me directly now I am working on that but for right now it's not really and when that changed you would definitely get a notice of that to go forward so just to recap my primary way is info at nichelleanderson.com all right so the other thing I want to share with you is that I also provide business courses and self-improvement courses so That overall objective is to help you to create strategies that work for you, to get you motivated, to identify the ways to get your or keep your joy and your mental peace. So I do provide that on the basis of your objective to gain success and as I like to say, sustain success. You can find information on my courses that I release on my official website, which is www.nichelleanderson.com. And you can go there and you can look at the different courses that I am releasing that are available. These courses are self-paced. They will be identified if they're considered to be like live sessions on a regular basis. But for the most part, they are self-paced. During that time, I do have live sessions that once you have signed up for the course you will see that in the schedule of what days that I'm available live that you can talk to me and we can go over the courses going forward right on those particular topics so that information is basically on my website that you can go to which is michelleanderson.com now I want to do a special call out for listeners that I have seen in my stats that are following me, um, continue to follow me, which I am thankful for. Now to get into, to get connected more, to stay connected, I'm asking you to consider to join my newsletter that I do send out. And to do that, you just have to submit, of course, your your name and your email. I don't spam. You can always request to, to be taken off the list. I don't send thousands of emails because I don't like thousands of emails from a particular source. So I keep it very, in a way that's informative, of course, because obviously you like the content because you hear and you enjoy it and you're getting something from it, which pleases me to expand that and to expand that and to move forward and to get into other ways that I can expand what I'm trying to do is to form a newsletter to get that set up in a sense that I'm communicating that I can send that out more quickly actually through uh, a podcast or any type of thing or production that I'm doing where a newsletter is more in the sense faster to get that contact and to send it out on blast right and more opportunity to send more content compared to like social media characters to be able to 
to get that message out. So do consider that to join my newsletter by providing, and you can find that link at the end of each episode. I have that link to basically to sign up here for Nichelle E-List Tips newsletter. And um, you could do that and you can see that and click and it's a short form online form it is secured and you can complete that alright the other thing I want to talk about is basically to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't please go ahead of course this is going through Podbeam. I have two podcasts this one of course you're listening to is surviving your journey to a success and you can subscribe of course you should see the subscribe button here at the bottom of this episode or at the top whichever device that you're using now I'm also available on iHeartRadio on Spotify on Google Play on iTunes and any other podcast directories for feed distribution you can connect that way and subscribe and if you like it share it now I am on social media and so you do hear me a lot talk about Twitter I'm mostly active on Twitter I'm also active on Facebook for the most part right now is Twitter and I like the whole concept of keeping it short and sweet but I'm connecting to people in different parts of the world and then Facebook I'm definitely on there as well and you can connect me with that so my Twitter handle is basically twitter.com forward slash Nichelle Anderson my Facebook page facebook.com forward slash Nichelle Anderson fan page my official website as I mentioned earlier is nichelleanderson.com that is my official website it's mainly focusing on self-improvement motivation life coaching leadership courses uh, things that I really love to help people what I have learned and uh, and also to connect and to try to create the content in a way that you can feel comfortable about it open up about the areas where you're struggling at and it's usually pretty much my career and our personal life so these self-paced courses give you the opportunity to really think things out because you got to think about it in this in this world our mind has to be able to process so many things in so little time and so you're here you're there you're there you're everywhere and you don't really get the opportunity to stop to think to react in a way that moves you forward and to get things done to get a blueprint and that's basically the two courses that I recently released and I will continue to evolve from that and add more courses of course or you know we do some of the courses that I have and blueprint for success is a very good one in the sense of identifying that and moving to a point that you have a plan and that you can move forward and that's the key so at any rate check that out on my official website and uh, definitely uh, connect with that and share it with somebody else now the other thing I would like to share with you is that of course I am an author and so my very first book that I got published that I was called to do it was my purpose and I see it now and it's a part of my whole podcast show title it's called corporate America surviving your journey to a success is available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble it's available in book form and ebook okay so you can get that at any book retailer in the world that have access to ISBN for each books so you can get that and you can download it or you can purchase it or what have you but go ahead and check out my book and if you like it share it okay and so here is my closing statement for you be you that strengthens and inspires your ability to be strong in your journey in Denver 
It's a good thing towards your mental peace and joy, always to your success.